Hey, this is Isaiah Ethel with the Matt and Isaiah podcast, episode 13, where we talk about sports, music, and everyday life. What's going on, guys? It's Matt. Welcome to episode 13. We're going to talk about a little bit of sports today for you. Um, sorry, I got disconnected from episode 12. Um, had a little bit of business I got to take care of, but we're back tonight. Going to go into more details of summer league. Um, just some rumors in general of all sports, I guess, we can go over. Um, and anything else we got to talk about. But I want to start off by saying uh, today I just received my first official Lakers LeBron gear, uh, purple and gold for life. So lucky ass motherfucker. Yeah, she looks fresh. I feel like I'm the only motherfucker in Jacksonville right now that's got a purple and gold LeBron. Definitely. It, it, it feels damn good. And I, and I like these. I kind of like these colors better than the Cavs jerseys, man. Yeah, I can't wait to uh, can't wait to get my jersey, man. I can't wait to see what the new the new jerseys are gonna look like coming out. I I really hope they kind of go back to like the old style jerseys, man. I think those look super dope. I think if it comes out with that con, or if, I think if the concept jersey is right, that's gonna be crazy. Yeah, exactly. All right. Um, what what did we get into in summer league last night? I know we were talking about a couple players. Uh, we talked about um, Lakers Summer League, Josh Hart, uh, Mo Wagner, talked a little bit about Kevin Knox. Yeah, I mean, I also want to mention, I don't know how much Mo not being there is going to hurt the Lakers. Um, I don't know if that's going to set them back in any way, but they, they still have a very good chance of repeating Summer League champions. Uh, the way, yeah, the, the I, way I, Josh uh, Hart's playing right now, um, and, 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 and Ski, man, Ski. Uh, Mikhailu, like we talked about last night, mm-hmm. he's doing stuff in the summer league day. He wasn't really doing in college, so that's really another steal for the Lakers draft organization. Yeah, and we we did actually kind of touch on that too last night. Is just how, or maybe not last night, but I know we have before. Is how great the Lakers are just finding talent late in the draft. Absolutely. Um, I I also wanted to give a shout out to uh, Justin Jackson. For Sacramento Kings for the summer league he's having. Uh many of y'all know he went to uh North Carolina, of course. Um and me being a big Tar Heels fan, I always want to see uh players from my college succeed in the NBA. And last year he was picked, I want to say either thirteenth or fourteenth in the first round. He didn't have the best rookie season. Um I guess he did a little bit with the minutes he got, but the way he's playing in summer league the way he's shooting the ball. Shows um, a lot more confidence for yeah, sure. Yeah, me and you talked about how he was just stepping up into his three-point shots. Uh, yeah, he he just, like like I said, he just looked confident like he knew he was about to make it. Um, and that was what we didn't see last year. And it was, I mean, we've seen that sometimes in college, but last year it was like he didn't really believe in himself. Yeah. Uh, so, good job to Justin Jackson. Um, I hope he keeps up the great work. I hope he gets a lot more minutes to shine this year in the league, and hopefully he can do something with it. Um, yeah, the Kings will be a fun team to watch for the future. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Jabari Parker got picked up by Chicago today. Great signing by Chicago, the yeah. Chicago Bulls. No, he, 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 he could absolutely be uh, back, building to, back to the Jabari that everyone really thought he was going to be. Um, injuries, Home, hometown and, from uh, yeah, Chicago, right? Yeah, it, yep, he, he is. He is from Chicago, Illinois, uh, and I'm I'm sure he's happy to be 
Dak. Um, as most guys around the league probably would love to play for their home team. Yeah, well, I mean the Bulls. I mean, too yeah. historical organization. Yeah, exactly. But uh, like like I was saying, injuries just derailed his young early career or the the first part of his career. I mean, but he has still plenty of time to change that around. Yeah, you know? and honestly, um, he I, I feel like it was a great offer for both teams, um, because the Bulls didn't have to overpay. I didn't feel like only twenty million a year. Yeah. Um, and then they also. It kind of works out for Jabari because he did get paid, not crazy money, but he did get paid, and he's only there for two years. So if he starts to ball out, oh, ex- exactly, exactly. Let's say he doesn't get hurt in the next two years. He has great, uh, great seasons. He fits in perfect with Chicago. Um, he could be looking at damn near max deal uh, in two years. You know, yeah, especially because he's so young. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of talent there. Uh, Ch- Channing Fry went back to uh, Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Um, there was actually a Twitter picture today, uh, and it was replaced the witness LeBron picture with Channing Fry. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't, I don't know if they do that. Um, no, but, but uh, Cleveland sure loves Channing. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I, I mean, I feel like Cleveland fans should have mixed emotions over it. Um, I know they're bringing back a guy that was on the roster before, um, pretty much like a good guy in the locker room. Everyone loves to have him there. Um, but at the same, same time, this was really Cleveland's first off-season move. And I I, yeah. I, I believe uh, some people are questioning it. Hey, we just lost the best player on the, on the planet. I, why, why, aren't we, another thing. why aren't we trying to do more? You know, that's... we just – we uh, we didn't talk about this, but we did. And I know me and you both seen it. it th- it's it's things like this that I'm about to talk about is the reasons LeBron left. On draft night, the Atlanta Hawks sent a trade uh, request to the Cavaliers for the eighth pick, just straight up the eighth pick. Yep. Um, and in return, we would have got the third pick in uh, Kent Bazemore. And yeah. they, de- they declined it. And it's just shit like that, man. It's like you're you're getting a free piece with Baysmore. Yeah, I mean um, you're, you're getting a free piece in Baysmore, and then and you're the, getting the, a top no, three draft no, pick no, that no, you can no move. disrespect no disrespect to Colin Sexton, but one of the guys that went in the top three would have been better than Sexton. You know, well, I look at it like this. I look at it like that third pick would have easily landed a top fifteen to twenty superstar in the league. Yeah. In a package deal with Kevin Love, easily we could have got Kawhi. Yep. It's just the, the the moves that they could have made um for a lot of big guy like a lot of big names. I mean you you you, you if you expect to keep the best player, you know, I mean you you got to start cha- taking some chances. If you want to win a championship, uh, you got to you you got to be the champion all year round. You can't just do it in the in the regular season and they're in yeah. the postseason, whatever. Yeah. You got to do it in the off season too. Exactly, and I feel like that's what uh, Cleveland was really aiming for. And um, I mean, of course, we know LeBron's a different player come playoff time, but he he just can't keep straining his body in regular season just to try to keep us on, above above water, you know. Uh, but I feel like that's going to be a problem. I mean, it, it's great because of the young guys in L.A., but at the same time, man, being in the Western Conference is going to require LeBron to be LeBron a yeah, lot. Yeah, absolutely. But he, he, here's one thing I, I like about 
what the Lakers and Magic Johnson and Rob Polika setting up in L.A. Um, their number one thing is coming out. Uh, playmakers. What, what we're, yeah, we, we're getting playmakers, and we're going to have a style play, a system based on to beat the Warriors. Okay, Cl- Cleveland for the last four years have tried to put together uh, a system of the same thing the Warriors are built on, shooters. You, and God knows you can't you can't outshoot you can't outshoot them and it's and that's the thing man it's like how fucking retarded can you be when you play them you know what I mean consecutively yeah. I mean it, when it, do you just come to your senses and say well holy shit we're not gonna outshoot them yeah we, I mean no, no one on the planet can outshoot them they have three of the best top ten top five maybe shooters in the league you know KD Steph and Clay is easily you can, top five you, you can you can make an argument that Clay Steph and KD are the top 15 or in the top 15 shooters of all time yeah absolutely i mean and then you put them all on one team you're you're really you're really in some big deep shit if you're playing against them i mean and the lakers are just mainly going for hey we're going to get playmakers we're going to get defenders we're going to get post guys i mean we're going to be in your face 25 8 yeah absolutely and i mean it it may work it may shit the bed you don't know but uh, you gotta, you gotta give uh, props to the organization though for at least going out on a limb and saying, "Look, we know it hasn't worked the other ways that you know. Obviously, the teams are trying it, so let's do it this yeah, way." Absolutely, and of course, LeBron had to be uh, uh, bright-eyed, bushy-tailed with it because he agree- he agreed on coming for four years. He knew it was going to be longer, and than our- without a superstar signing there before yeah. him. Yeah, he knew it was he knew it was going to take longer than one year, maybe take longer than two years. But, uh, I mean, who's to say they're not going to add another piece next year free agency, so on? You know, um, I just really don't want to see them move that young core. No, I mean, if, if they could keep all the young guys and somehow next summer still get an all star, the, the team's only going to get better. You know what I'm saying? So, <clears throat> well, you'll it won't even just be that they'll be getting better. Um, the comfortability in LeBron, like, will be immensely higher. Like, he'll be so much more comfortable. Yeah, he'll have had a, he'll have a whole year under his belt with that that young those young guys, that young team, those new faces. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think a lot of people have LeBron win an MVP this year, man. But I don't I don't think it will be this year. I also want to give give this uh little shout out to the Lakers or, or the the play the young core on the team. Um. <laughs> I just feel like they have way more drive than uh, what some players in Cleveland did. I'm I'm not talking bad about anyone. I mean, they're everyone's in the NBA. They're good. I just yeah. see people's work work ethic and stuff like that. And I mean, these guys like Kuz and Lonzo, uh, Brandon Ingram. Since LeBron's uh, signed his contract, said he was coming to LA, they've all been on social media. Uh, tagging him, hitting him up. Hey, can't wait to get to work. You know, want to learn so much from LeBron. I feel like some guys in Cleveland were just quiet. Some guys really didn't want to do anything with him because, I mean, of course, we know LeBron is the leader of worth ethic. Um, Yeah. He's going to work you to death. Next level. But, I mean, just to to see the young guys wanting to learn from him, join him, uh, be be there with him throughout 
the whole thing, you know, like wanting to get better with him, I think that's great. I, I think it's going to work out pretty good, honestly. I think the next four years of watching Laker basketball uh, could possibly be some of the best basketball that we're going to watch in our whole life. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, think about the fun that these guys have off the court. Like you're talking about, you know what yeah, I mean? Like exactly. How, how good they are together already off the court. Imagine what it's going to be like in a couple years when they're all – if if they keep them together, obviously. But imagine how it's going to be in a couple years when they're best friends, you know what I mean? I do. And they're comfortable. <clears throat> um, I also wanted to – I mean, do you have anything else – Talk about uh, basketball-wise. I mean, we can get into a little bit of other sports. Uh, no, I think – I mean um, – I just I just want to say uh, Manny Pacquiao, he, he, won a, he won his boxing match tonight. Um, seventh round TKO. He, he reclaimed the uh, welterweight title. So, uh, that man, man, Manny, he, he's a legend in boxing. Um, Damn, he he's he he's had hundred. I mean, he's had so many fights, man. Still can't um, beat good old Floyd. Yeah, oh, oh Floyd, oh pretty boy Floyd Mayweather. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, a lot of people can say what they want uh, about Floyd, but I mean, until I see a man step into the boxing ring and beat him. I don't really yeah. give a fuck what anybody says. He, yeah, you can't you can't say much when. <laughs> You fought fifty times or what? Forty nine times. Yeah, no, fifty. Yeah, and you don't lo- and you don't lose one time. I mean, yeah. you're you're a bad fucking man. Never even hit the canvas. No one's even dropped him. He, I mean, he's a he's not the best human outside the ring, but he's a yeah. bad man. No, like- yeah, a- absolutely. Just his, I, and I think he. Uh, you can look at him like any other great athlete. In a sport, um, you know, like a MJ, a Kobe, LeBron, how they start out their young, their young careers, uh, flashy, um, do it all, um, like just just for instance, Kobe, he 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 went to his jump shot more later in his career, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, Floyd, when Floyd was a, a younger boxer, he was all about. He was little, but he had power, and he was mm-hmm. fast, and he was fast. Yep. He, he knocked fast people out. the motherfucker. Yeah, he knocked people out. Uh, the second part of his career, it was all defense. Floyd defense became stuff. the greatest defensive fighter in the game. You you couldn't touch him, you know. So just, which just, is why which is why you got to give him respect. Yeah, ju- just because he just was able how to he, do he, it. He he basically realized he was his speed was slowing down a little bit, but he still had enough speed to defend well that a guy couldn't touch him. You know, um, he might he might not have the power to knock anyone out anymore, but he's gonna pick them apart for tw- well, it's, for twelve rounds. I, I feel like it's not even so much speed anymore; it's just IQ. Yeah, he yeah. doesn't. He don't give a fuck how fast you are. He can be the slowest motherfucker in the world. He's just gonna he's just gonna beat you with intelligence. Yeah, and, and people might look at it like it took him took him uh, too long to knock out Connor, but he. But yeah, I but, feel like I, mean, I feel he, like he, he like I he, love Connor, but he knew what he was doing with Connor. Yeah, I feel like he took the first at least three rounds just to measure Connor out and see how he was going to approach the fight. You know, I think he, he he pretty much knew that Connor Connor and I think Connor knew Connor's only way to win. Even even if he beat his ass, the judges weren't going to give it to Connor. Yeah, 
or what anyone says, the judges weren't going to give it to Connor. Connor knew he had to knock his ass out. So what Floyd knew is, is if he's got to knock me out, he's got to come out swinging. You know what I mean? So, and with Floyd being the best defensive fighter probably ever, he knew I'm going to sit back. I'm going to eat these bitches for a couple rounds because I can. And Connor will be gassed and I'm just going to beat his ass. Absolutely. That, that's exactly what happened. You know, work to perfection, yep. sadly. <laughs> yep. I mean, I'm not I'm not mad at all that Floyd won because I like him. But yeah. at well, the same I mean, time, how we, we, historic we were, it would We been. were together around the, the time that fight was happening. And uh, mm-hmm. I told everyone what was going to happen pretty much. Uh, not even me really being a Floyd fan. I just know that there was really no way impossible that uh, an MMA fighter was just going to step into a boxing ring and defeat one of the greats of all time, you know? Yeah, I actually went to high school with a kid, uh, Andrew Weaver, who boxed um, in, like, I don't know, I think, it, I think some sort of, like, amateur Olympics and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said, during that time, he was saying the same thing. He's like, you know, I've been doing this for long enough. Um, I res- He's a big Connor fan, too. And he's like, I respect Connor, and I love him to death. And he hates Floyd. Um, but he said like, you, you just, it's a whole different ball game stepping into a octagon and stepping into a boxing. Mm-hmm. Oh shit. So, uh, real quick, I want to go back to LeBron and the Lakers. Um, mm-hmm. two things I saw today that I, I wanted to bring up on the podcast just to uh, get your opinion on whatnot. Um, I know we talked about earlier, uh, LeBar's comments on saying that LeBron was too weak to beat him one-on-one in his heyday. Um, I don't, I don't know if LeBron will really take that serious or not, or if LeBron's just going to keep talking to the point where LeBron's like, Hey, so like, uh, just see if your dad can cool it a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Cause I mean, we all know LeBron is absolutely anti-drama does not want his team in the, in the spotlight at all, really, you know? So, but at the same time, um, Look at the look at what it does for the brand of the Lakers as far as popularity. Yep. Look what it does for LeVar Ball popularity, and look what it does for LeBron James popularity. I mean, as much as LeBron probably gets annoyed, he's making money off it at the same time. You know what I mean? Yep. So I'm sure he and at the, as much as people talk about him, he don't give a fuck. Yeah. But I, I, I think it that. could get to the point where it's not it's not so much LeBron saying, "Hey, Zoe, calm him down." It's more so Magic Johnson saying, "Hey, you don't calm this shit down." If if it if it gets to LeBron, okay, uh-huh. if it does get to LeBron, it's going to be more so of Magic Johnson saying, "Hey, calm this shit down," or Zoe's out of here, yeah. pretty much. I feel that because if you think any, or if you think Magic Johnson is going to take Lonzo Ball over LeBron, you're a yeah. crazy man. Yep, exactly. And then uh, I also wanted to mention um, the rumors today. That uh, Tinker Hatfield, um, which you know, I mean, pretty much everyone knows, uh, mm-hmm. made, made Jordan's uh, works work for Nike, uh, head guy in Nike. He is supposed to be making a uh, special groundbreaking product for LeBron's new shoe, which would be the LeBron 16. Um, and from what I have heard, is it will be low top. Um, some, but it will be like something a design style wise yeah. will be nothing like LeBron. Yeah, but it will be a low top shoe. Yeah, so we'll we'll just have to see how that goes with uh 
I mean, Le- LeBron's came out with shoes before that he's loved. He just hasn't been comfortable wearing in game. So that's why we've also seen him go to back to like the LeBron soldier shoe in times. Um, but I, I mean, I'm excited to see what they look like. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm big in the shoes. Um, one day I hope LeBron sneakers can get as big as Jordan sneakers are, you know, but uh, I, I love LeBron's man. Yeah. I, my, my still, my favorite all time LeBron is uh, Le, the LeBron tens with the backwards Nike check on the side. I think those are so clean. I, I had like so many pairs of the 11s. I think that that mm-hmm. might be my favorite just because I own so many of them. Yep. I remember I remember in high school you had like those uh graffiti print ones. Those shits were tough. Yeah, I still got those bitches. Yeah. I love them. Yep. But I think this is probably a good place to wrap up. Yeah. Like in, uh, let, let me find it. Let me find out if I can just throw in a couple more things. Oh, I I did see that, uh, uh, Ohio State got a five star point guard recruit for basketball today. And that's nice. Yeah. Um, with Thad Mata being out of there now, um, excuse me, with him leaving last year, um, hopefully things will start to turn around. Yeah, I mean that could be huge for the program, and we know they had a pretty stellar season last year, honestly. Um, and it feels like they're getting more and more recruits. So we'll see what happens there. Yeah, I mean, God damn it. I can tell you right now that uh, that team that lost to Al Horford, Joe Kim Noah, Corey Brewer mm-hmm. um, in Florida, I I really thought Ohio State was going to win it that year. Greg Godin, uh, Ron Lewis, Mike Conley. That team was just loaded, man. I I really thought we were gonna. I'm win. so I'm so ready for uh, college basketball season to be back. I wish I was. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna try. Like I said, I'm gonna try and get more into it this year. Yeah. Um, I used to be big on it, but I just kind of fell off of it. Yeah, you got to, and I'm gonna keep up with college football. Well, I already keep up with college football, but oh, you know, I'm gonna be locked in. You you won't have the ability to. Yeah forget about college football no, i mean especially if we're together i'm, I'm sure we're gonna be watching games all, all the time yeah. um i'm gonna go ahead and uh say it now Ohio state alabama national championship yeah and i know we've talked about it before probably on podcast that's very possible um i actually thought it was gonna be ohio state alabama last year which uh ohio state didn't quite make it but um this year as you told me last year that this year would really be the year that they would. I mean, because all all the young guys are are gonna are coming back, of course, and they have like a, a really top recruiting class. So, yeah, man. Honestly, the only worry, um, if I'm Urban Meyer right now, is how the fuck talent the ball, um, yeah. and then I I figure out who who's gonna lead the charge next year at QB, um, Dwayne Haskins, arm. Will definitely stretch the field, but with Urban having JT um, and having Braxton before that, just having mobile quarterbacks, um, that's my only worry with Dwayne. Man, he's not very mobile, so I really want to see Tate Martell, the five-star quarterback we got last year. I want to see him take over. Hell yeah! I want to get your uh, your prediction on tomorrow's World Cup, just because we won't get another podcast in before the World Cup final. Man, I think it's going to be France. Okay. Um, 
the I can't remember the young guy's name. It, Their strike. Any 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 score p- prediction? Uh, two nothing France or two one uh, France. That, that's funny because I I was actually gonna say uh two one France beating Croatia. Um, that, but I, shout out to Croatia though. Um, just for fucking. Staying under the radar the no, whole fucking Croatia, uh, World Cup. Croatia had a hell of a World Cup. And if I'm not mistaken, we actually said something about this the other day. Just thinking about it. I believe if we go back in one of our early podcasts talking about early stages of the World Cup, you said something like, uh, just in a smart remark, like, watch Croatia win it all or some shit like that. And, uh... Sorry, I didn't hear you. No, that, um, if... If you go back in our, one of our early podcasts, I believe um, when we were talking about like early like group stage World Cup, I remember you said like a small remark on like watch Croatia win it all or something like that, and uh, it would be it would be yeah. damn it would be damn crazy if it actually turned out to be. Yeah, that would be. I need to fucking go back and see if we can find like a snippet of. Yeah, I, I I I swear you said something about Croatia in in one of the podcasts. Um, I pro- I probably did. I'm not gonna lie, but um, yeah, I, I think it'll probably be France. But like I said, shout out to Croatia for flying under the radar and getting there. Yep, and uh, pulling off every upset under the sun. Final final round of the Scottish Open uh, golf tournament tomorrow. That's not PGA Tour. That's European Tour. Um, mm-hmm. but it is on Golf Channel. It'll it'll be airing from about. Nine in the morning to about one thirty-two ish, only because Scot Scotland's or Scotland's so like time difference. But only reason I bring it up, uh, Ricky Fowler's in the field, sitting one back right now. Uh, he won the Scottish Open two thousand fifteen. I'd like to see him get another dub this year. Um, and really, I feel like he's just playing in it because um, the PJ Tour's British Open. You know, the Open is next week, so. Uh, just to get uh, really like a major championship feel um, to the European Tour under underway just a, just a week before practice, you yeah. really can't beat that. So, no, I, I agree with you. Um, I, I, uh, I believe if he, if he has a good day tomorrow and can pull off a nice win, uh, I think he'd be I think he'd be pretty pretty confident going into uh, the British Open next week. Yeah, it could be huge, especially momentum-wise. Yep. But, all right, well, uh, we appreciate you guys for listening. Um, Absolutely. We're going to fucking wrap up episode 13. Absolutely. I, I just want to tell the listeners, too, um, tomorrow night, we we may make a couple podcasts. I know one we have set in stone. Uh, season 5 came out on Fortnite, uh, the game everyone's been playing in the world. Um Honestly, me and I, we'll, we'll get more into it tomorrow. But me and when the first, when the game first came out with season three, me and Isaiah were huge on it ourselves. We would always play uh, Fortnite, try to get some dubs. But our our little brothers, um, they're they are huge in Fortnite, um, and we thought it would be pretty cool to bring them on the show with us tomorrow. So, yeah, you tune in tomorrow. Listen about Fortnite and get get our just get some. Some some kids import and uh, import on the game itself. Like we can just talk to them about 
why they loved it so much. Basically, you know, uh, I just want to know. Yeah, we'll know have, what uh, goes through a kid's mind when we'll we'll have Jens and uh, and Logan yep, come yep. On. Uh, Logan and Jens will be on our podcast tomorrow, which should be pretty fun. Um, just talking with them, hanging out. They both love Fortnite, so we'll have a short episode on Fortnite tomorrow, and then. If anything, if anything groundbreaking happens in sports, we'll come to you. Maybe a little uh, World Cup final recap whatsoever. But uh, just hit us up in the comments. Uh, let us know what you want us to talk about. And like we said, we're going to have some special guests on soon. So uh, just stay tuned for that, I guess. Yeah, and appreciate you guys for listening. Like I said, this is the end of episode 13. Yep. End of episode 13, man.